What's up, gamers? Welcome back to the third episode of Hit Point Weekly. I'm your host, Donnie K, and I'm joined by the wonderful Brandon. What's up, Brandon? Dude, not much. I think we're here to talk video games, right? That's what we do on, on this here podcast. We're talking video games. Our opinions on video games, video game news, maybe some other interesting things we find. Let's get it rolling. So I think today we're going to start with some games we've been playing. Uh, there's not a whole lot of news because, you know, E3 happened recently and we're in the post-E3 drought, right? So <laughs> we talked about our asses for an hour and a half about our thoughts on E3 already. <laughs> yeah, so like there's not a ton of news. So we're going to talk about the games we've been playing. We got a little bit of news for you. And then we're going to jump into some Twitch stuff because there was some drama that happened at E3 that I've kind of been waiting for updates to happen and updates haven't happened. So we're going to talk about it. But starting off, uh, games we've been playing. Donnie, do you want to go first or am I going to go first? How do we? Uh, I'm all about what you've, you've been playing. What have you been playing? I don't know if you know this, Donnie, but uh, recently I did the, the whole graphics card upgrade in my computer, right? Oh, yeah. And you bought a 2080 and played Minecraft with it. Oh, I've yeah. That's there. basically all we've done with it is CSGO and Minecraft, dude. <laughs> we are, we are that meme. <laughs> we are that meme where it's like, buys expensive computer, plays Minecraft. Dude, true. Um, but, uh, but uh, I decided I wanted to put it to its paces and play some VR games that were a little bit a little bit on the too demanding side for my computer beforehand, and it turns out uh, it's still too demanding uh, for the game I've been playing. Fallout 4 VR is the one I've been jumping into, and that game is optimized like shit. I know Bethesda games, they've... they've uh, reputation stigma a reputation those are the words uh of being kind of buggy kind of kind of messed up a little bit here and there and uh if you followed the launch of fallout 4 vr you know there was some uh there was some drama about support on the oculus rift and windows mixed reality and the control scheme is really weird and all sorts of stuff like that but uh anyway i decided to jump into it because i finally had a graphics card that was like able to handle it right you did um, and I've got to say, it is, there's a lot about the game to like. There's a lot that the game does right in VR. It's one of those games where like VR does not have a lot of games that are really fleshed out. A lot of the games out there are, are more or less glorified tech demos, right? So when you see Skyrim VR and you see Fallout VR, you get excited, right? Um, but they are very much VR ports in the sense that like some of the gunplay feels a little bit janky. You can tell some stuff's been kind of ham-fisted to work. And in the case of Fallout VR, it runs horribly. Uh, <laughs> it runs like ass. Um, it runs terribly on your $1,500 graphics card? <laughs> that's Canadian. That's not real dollars. <laughs> You're in the land of the free. It's like maple bucks 700 800 something like that but okay. but yeah okay. that's acceptable uh, it's still really expensive but um i mean you hop online and you see all sorts of people saying the same thing that no matter what you throw at it this game just does not run great there's this thing that happens in vr where your headset has a fixed resolution right and it tries to run games at those resolutions uh, uh yep. frame rates excuse me uh in the case of the vive and the og rift that is 90 hertz it's trying to run things at 90 frames a second and if it doesn't do that it does what's called reprojection where it basically it, it tries to cheat and like interpret frames that aren't there to like smooth out the experience a bit but it's not a good experience <laughs> um and uh, i'm you you're reprojecting re a lot in this game but um you look at skyrim vr for example and that game runs beautifully you can run that on 
a 1060 just fine in VR. And it's, it's a good experience. Like it's a fun game. Uh, the, the bows feel great. The, the magic feels great. The swords, they feel a little bit weird, but that's just cause like, you know, you're swinging at something that's not there. So there's no like, there's no feedback. So that, that feels a little bit weird. You can kind of get around that by like changing your, your play style a little bit, but like, but like Skyrim VR is a legitimately good game. If you have a VR headset, Skyrim so- VR, you should pick that shit up. So we're talking a lot about the tech behind VR and Skyrim VR, but what are your thoughts on the actual game that we're talking about here? Fallout, Fallout VR. So it shows a lot of potential. There's it, there's something great about wandering the the wasteland of Boston, Massachusetts, right? And uh, and like seeing the world from from a perspective that you haven't seen before. Like it's it's a really weird sensation to see the scale of things. Uh, like one to one when you're actually in VR, it's it's hard to describe. It doesn't sound like it should be like a a revolutionary experience, but it is. It's it's weird to see. There's a perspective to it that you just can't really explain. Um, Wait, so now really, you're in Fallout, right? You're walking around. You when you see a gun and you pick it up, you can you know you can rotate it. You can look around. Where where I was kind of saying earlier that it is very much a uh, like you can tell that it was kind of ham fisted, forced together in in a lot of vr shooters mechanics of reloading and like two hand like weapons that require two hands needing to be held with two hands that add to like the realism the immersion and and make it feel you know natural and fallout doesn't do that every gun you're just holding it in in the one hand you're basically the the doom slayer for all intents and purposes um aiming's feels a bit off uh reloading just happens magically on its own it's 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 a weird experience but it's it's a beautifully weird experience that runs horribly and i think that's kind of where i'm going to leave it basically if you want an rpg in vr buy skyrim vr because it's infinitely better (laughs) and it it actually runs decently so donnie you've been playing crash team racing yeah so a big pretty big release this week uh crash team racing on the 21st uh whatever day that was i guess that's last week now uh came out on the switch xbox ps4 maybe the pc anyways i've been playing it on ps4 and uh it's it's pretty dang fun so i don't have the childhood nostalgia that a lot of guys have um essentially i think activision is calling it they're on the website i think it says remaster so we're gonna refer to it as a remaster but it's also kind of like a new game in the series um it's it's remastered but they've added stuff to it yeah so they've added stuff and i think they've mixed up a couple tracks and whatnot so like i don't know that it's a one-to-one remaster but it's it's pretty good it's pretty dang hard uh there's some rubber banding issues in like the adventure like literally everything in adventure mode you're playing on I can't remember if there's even a difficulty setting, so I don't want to say you're playing on a difficulty setting if there's not a difficulty setting. Even in adventure mode, you're just racing along and you think you're doing really well, and suddenly suddenly the NPCs are directly behind you, even though they're 20 feet behind you a second ago. They just rubber band to you, which almost makes sense in like the boss levels and everything. I was but, gonna I was just about to say that. In the original game, like the bosses were notorious for that. You'd be like, Man, I'm doing really good. Oh, here comes Ripperoo. He is right up my ass. Yeah, it almost makes yeah. sense in the boss levels and stuff, but I don't know. It's present in every part of the game, and it's it's not great. I also think the game could go for a bit of a bit of a tutorial. Like, uh, there's no 
intro tutorial like they they kind of just drop into some races and learn the mechanics along the way so you don't learn anything about hang time or drifting or like discovering i know that if you played the original or literally any kart racer like this before it makes that <laughs> that uh i was gonna like, say who hasn't played mario kart the coins like the coins in mario kart uh the coins in Mario Kart, you have more coins, you go faster. In Crafting Racing, you have more fruit, you go faster. And your weapons at full fruit, your weapons do more damage. It's it's not explained well. So I could see someone who's not very familiar with video games or someone who the last video game they played was Crash Team Racing 20 years ago. <laughs> and they are now interested in picking up this remaster, not really understanding about the fruit or the item power-ups and stuff. I don't know. So... I see what you're saying, but at the same time, I don't think there's like a whole lot of people who are diving deep into the mechanics of crash team racing, right? <laughs> it's, it's a cart racer. You hop in there, you, you shoot some, you, you throw some, some nitro, uh, you, you drop a TNT or two and you, you race your buddies in a good time, or you jump into the battle mode, which did you play the battle mode Don? I have played the battle mode just a little, just a little bit. Uh, cause you, you ain't know. crash team racing. If you're not playing the battle mode, dude. <laughs> Well, it sounds like you got to come come school me in the battle mode sometime. Dude, what platform did you pick it up on? I know you said, but I've I've forgotten. That's I'm that's a PS4 pickup for me. And unfortunately, across all platforms, it runs at 30 FPS. In my Why? opinion, I don't know. 60 60 should be the minimum for any racing game ever, and it runs on 30 across all platforms. Maybe the only thing I can think of, only thing I can come up with is maybe to make it more fair online because it is, I believe, crossplay against all systems. So, you know, the Nintendo Switch isn't keeping up. Oh, for a little side note here, the Nintendo Switch runs at 480p in handheld. <laughs> 480p, 30 frames a second in handheld mode. And goes It's not up. a looker. It's not a great looking game. There's not a lot to it. It's 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 Mario Kart, but with, with Crash Bandicoot <laughs> characters. Crash. What's going on? Even more nuts. Apparently, it looks like, according to early reports on PS4 and Xbox, it's running at 1440p, 30 frames a second. <laughs> I feel like it'd be so easy to just drop it down to 1080, 60. Here's the thing. It can probably handle 60 at 1440p. Again, it's not a looker. It's, I don't know. In my fast-paced racing game, I don't know if I'm staring at the flowers off the side of the map. Like, what's no. what's going on here? Why, why, Activision, am I playing this racing game at 30 frames a second? That's one of those things that almost makes me not want to play it, because that... That's a killer in it's in rough. Card it's games. not super smooth. Yeah, so the online component is the only thing I've seen people come up with that maybe, you know, the Nintendo Switch versus the PS4 versus the Xbox maybe can't all keep up to sixty, uh, one of them being that's the a, obvious one. That's a bullshit reason in my I opinion. I don't know. That's literally the only thing I've seen as a like I was saying, there's not, <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, if you were one of the six people playing Crash Team Racing competitively <laughs> in 2019, uh, let me know I'm wrong, but that's not a game people play, play competitively, even if the Switch can't handle it, like why ruin everybody else's experience to, to I feel like that the Switch up? can handle it though, like that's, that's nuts. <laughs> well, if it's running a 480p in handheld mode, that's, they, it must be 30 frames a second. It must be horribly unoptimized. If that's you know what's, what's going on. No, it's crazier than so Crash Team Racing, not not a great looker. We've already established that. We're running at 40p 30 frames. The Witcher 3 is running at 580p. Uh assumedly also at 30 frames a second. But you know, the next bump up in graphical fidelity, that is ridiculous. 
ridiculous. Yeah, that's that's rough. I I want to play it, but that that hurts my brain a little bit, dude. That's I don't know. I want to play it. I'm gonna kick your ass in battle mode. I'll pick it up on PS4 and we can do some we can do some battles. But I'm gonna have to put my nausea goggles on for this one. One v one me, dude. Dude, I will one v one you on. Uh, is it courtyard? I can't remember the map names, but there's <laughs> one. It's like it's just a square courtyard of death. One v one me in Rust, dude. That's... So we got Fallout VR and Crash Team Racing. What else? Anything else on the mind? Anything dude. else on the? Donnie, we have to talk about ESEA. We have to talk about our ESEA CSGO competitive experience. Our very different experiences in ESEA. Basically, what we found out is about ESEA. Donnie, my good buddy Donnie here, Donnie K, as it were, he enjoys being miserable. That's what we've established. He loves pain. He loves suffering. So here we are, two bad Counter-Strike Global Offensive players. Very bad Counter-Strike players. I've been told many times that Face It and ESEA are kind of the place to go if you want to have a better experience. Uh, but I, my understanding is you should be a bit of a better player. Those to... people lied to you, Donnie. Those people lied. <laughs> they hate you. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. So a bit of, you should be a bit of a better player. You know your smokes and your utilities and whatever. And... And just yeah. have half decent aim. I've heard that ESEA is way and face it both are way better for cheaters and uh, against cheaters, I guess. And people who are throwing, like people are actually trying in these things. I guess there's a bit of a karma system, so you get upvoted or downvoted depending on your performance in the match. I have I got three karma from our games, dude. That's <laughs> that's one more than robot. I don't that I don't know how that happened because I was friendly. <laughs> Just gotta be a nice guy. So my my good buddy Brandon here, uh, not knowing how to use utility and barely ever buying it, got called Whoa. out for being. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, he called me out thinking I was a rank much higher than I was. Thank you very much. Uh, what did you just ask me? My matchmaking rank? <laughs> what I'm gonna say, Donnie, is it was toxic. Everybody was toxic. The only reason the that first game we the played. first game we played was toxic because because we were bad and we were in a B minus rank game. Okay, so here's the thing: even if people are bad, you don't have to be toxic about that. We're living proof, Donnie. And most of the games, like when people are bad, we're like joking around with them, having a good time. We're playing CS. We're playing games, video games. They're they're games, Donnie. Like, we have a good time, right? Sure, if our bottom frag is, like, being really toxic, we'll, like, mess around with him and kick him off or whatever. But, like, for the most part, we're joking <laughs> around. We're shots until he gets kicked. <laughs> we're, we're having a good time. We're, we're being encouraging. We're like, you, you're doing great, bud. You know, that sort of thing. Yes, Do you yeah, know my friend was... Owen? Owen's Owen six, Owen seven. <laughs> um, ESEA, the very first game we hop in, it was not that at all. It was, like... It was just toxic. I can't explain the toxicity that was in that match. I, I needed a hazmat suit. I felt like I was in Chernobyl, dude. We're That's how toxic people, it was. We're with people who was way high. I ended the game with negative one kills because I killed myself. <laughs> <laughs> I I can see where these people are coming from. We're, uh, I don't know. We're not, we're making wrong call outs. We're not getting guys. As soon as we peek, we're dead because these guys have superior aim to us. And someone doesn't even buy utility. Being bad at a video game is not a reason to have everyone in the server turn into toxic assholes. So our second game <laughs> was similarly bad. Equally I'm as sure. bad. I finished like six and twenty or something. But however, 
I was nice to our teammates and we were friendly with our teammates and they were they, they were quite nice back. I got Let's I got be honest here, Donnie. Quite nice is a very big stretch. They tolerated your existence. I had I had a good buddy on the other team. On the other team, our, on our team, there. on our team. Uh, no, so the guy, so one of the toxic guys from our team in the first game was on the other team in the second game, and he was kind of talking shit about how bad we were. But my the friend, quote unquote, that I made was defending me in the chat, saying that I, it doesn't matter if I'm bad because I was being nice. I was being nice. If I recall correctly, that guy muted us within about thirty seconds, <laughs> Donnie. <laughs> But I digress to quote Jay. Okay, Jay's. Jay's. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how you enjoyed yourself. It was just a toxic. Like, I feel like you enjoyed yourself because you were trying really hard to be like, I want ESA to work. You were you were me in Fallout 76, Donnie. You were you were me in Fallout 76, but I just want ESA is your Fallout 76. You want it to be good. You know, you don't care that six bobby pins are taking up your entire inventory space because you just want you love yes, you love Counter-Strike and you want it to be good. <laughs> I just want I just want a place without spin bots all the time. <laughs> That's it's fair. But I just want Chernobyl. Uh, I just want a world where you don't get traced through the wall with shotgun pellets. <laughs> with a man who has no need to know that you're there. No way to know that you're standing there. Dude, that's that's a good point. But I will take I will take a hacker. You know what you know what didn't happen in ESEA? Wall hacks. Dude, I will I will take a hacker and a team that's joking around and having a half decent time over what we experience any day of the week so basically we need to we need to rank up a lot before we jump back in there's what we learned right donnie yes sir so <laughs> ESA, crash team racing fallout uh, vr what do you got this is kind of the big story uh i don't know if you paying attention at e3 donnie but have you heard of the Here streamer dr disrespect about 20 minutes ago when I started reading the doc, I sure have. Wow, so you actually, you weren't familiar with him up until this point, huh? I've heard, like, whisperings of what had happened in E3, but I literally don't know, nor do I care who okay, Dr. So Dr. Disrespect is. Dr. Disrespect, if you're not familiar, he's one of, well, formerly, as of this recording, <laughs> uh, formerly one of Twitch's bigger uh, personalities. He play he parodies the toxic gamer persona and that's kind of his shtick right he puts on sure. his wig he puts on his glasses and his i don't know if the mustache is fake it's an awful mustache either way <laughs> um, and he he quote unquote parodies like toxic gamer and that's that's his shtick that's what draws in audiences uh whether or not you agree with that i'll leave up to you i personally again i'm kind of torn on one hand i'm like you don't parody a toxic gamer that well unless you're a little bit of a toxic gamer yourself but at the same time like, like you know no let one, people no watch says, what they want to watch no one says racial slurs unless they're secretly a little bit racist you know exactly so dr respect dr disrespect not dr respect uh he's out on the show florida e3 and he's going around live streaming he's talking to developers he's playing games he's doing that stuff and then he goes to the bathroom all right and his cameraman follows him. Now, I've seen mixed reports here. I didn't watch his stream, admittedly. But I've seen mixed reports saying that it happened up to four times where he would go into a public restroom and his cameraman would follow him. Uh, which, 
if you're not familiar with common decency, common sense, or the law in most cases, that's a big and <laughs> oh no, that's that's a line you've just crossed. That once you cross that line, it can't be uncrossed. <laughs> um, basically, he was kicked out of E3 as he should have been, and he has been banned from Twitch. And uh, that's kind of the big news going around is he's been banned from Twitch. We've got a lot of people saying that he is probably coming back, and I think he probably is. Um, money talks. He's a big money maker for Twitch. He's probably coming back. Uh, Shroud, for example, has chimed in and said, you know, he's he's probably coming back because Twitch can't afford to have him go to YouTube Gaming or Mixer. What are your thoughts, Donnie? What, what like I know you're you've just barely found out about this man, but like, what I are your know. thoughts? Seems a little strange that uh, did he, the real question is did he ask this cameraman to follow him into the that bathroom? Shouldn't matter. Right. So like that's that's one way that people have been defending him is they say, right. well, he never explicitly said, follow me, cameraman. But at the same I'm, time, if I'm Dr. Disrespect, right? Right. And I'm going into a bathroom and my cameraman starts to follow me. Like if he makes it in the door without me noticing, like, okay, I immediately turn around and I'm like, get the hell out of here. Right. <laughs> Dude, stop. And, and it's even like part of his persona. Like he's he, this cameraman slash producer slash whatever he is to Dr. Disrespect and, and like on his production team. There's an ongoing joke in his community where like he gets fired over and over again. He could have even played it up and like, you know, played it off. Could have fired him. Hey, you're fired. <laughs> save the situation a little bit here. Right. But yeah, instead, right. he just lets it happen. And again, according to reports, it happened up to four times, possibly like once is so- an accident twice you've screwed up three or four times you you deserve everything you're getting so is there twitch footage of dr dis excuse me dr disrespect pissing so he would like go into a stall or whatever cameraman following but he'd be like in there grunting and stuff but other people in the bathroom like i saw i saw some clips of it he just like walks in and there's dudes at the urinal one's like an underage kid you've got an underage kid pissing at a urinal (laughs) on his stream like that's a huge oof. I'm I'm absolutely shocked that we haven't heard anything about lawsuits. I mean, it could just be that I haven't seen it, but I've I've done I've been, you know, checking up on it every couple of days now and I haven't seen anything like that. I'm shocked, especially where this was in California, that lawsuits and like I don't know. It's it's crazy to me. And I really hope Twitch does not let him back on the platform. I really hope they stick to their guns on this one cuz yeah, that'd be that'd be kind of sending him a little bit of a message that uh, yeah. it's unacceptable to do such ridiculous this is, things. This is one of those things, especially where, and this is going back to the thing that I was saying earlier, where you can't necessarily like hold a content creator responsible for like the actions of the audience, especially where the character's supposed to be like a parody. I know right. it's a blurry line, and you know you can make arguments either way, but like on, at the same time, you know they're. 10 11 12 year olds 8 year olds 9 year olds 10 year olds watching disres- Dr. Disrespect not fully comprehending that it's parody I love that you had to go through all of the ages <laughs> yeah. not 8 to 12 year olds 8 year olds 9 year olds 10 year olds 12 year olds dude words are hard alright you know there's a couple of them on there who are absolutely more toxic gamers because they watch Dr. Disrespect and think it's funny and think it's fun 
Like, you know, that's a thing. And I'm like, right. Well, I, I think Twitch is better off without necessarily it. have the critical thinking skills to realize that it's like an issue to do these things. And they think it's like funny, like you mentioned, and that it's pretty normal behavior, which could be a huge problem. When like in this situation, that should just be common sense, right? Like you don't, you don't whip out a camera <laughs> in a public bathroom. You just don't do it. What if I'm trying to take a selfie, dude? What if I'm looking fly? Do it in your own bathroom, dude. <laughs> Wait till you're right, out of the fair. bathroom. That's fair. Yeah, I don't know. No selfies in public washrooms, please. <sighs> For the love of God, no. All right. But yeah, that's pretty much all I got. He's been throwing some he's been throwing some shade back and forth between him and Ninja. They uh <laughs> they had this really, really funny Twitter exchange. Let me pull it up real quick. And now dramatic Twitter drama with Brandon. All right, so pulling it up real quick on Twitter here, like uh, there's this real funny exchange between him and Ninja, another streamer I don't really care much about, but very popular. I hear this Ninja guy, I hear he's quite popular with the kids, um, but uh, he's he's shilling, Ninja's shilling some of his merch here on Twitter. He says, just dropped at Walmart, check out these uh, these plushies of mine, and Ninja's Dr. Disrespect. Walmart? Yeah, dude, Ninja's at Walmart, he's big, he's big with the kids. I gotta look up these Ninja plushies. <laughs> And uh, Dr. Disrespect, he, he fires back and he says, where do I find these? Next to My Little Pony or Barbie? And Ninja oh. says, nah, they're next to the bathrooms. <laughs> and then Dr. Disrespect says, a nice haircut. Ninja says, at least mine's real. Uh, Dr. <laughs> Disrespect says, you look like a Hot Topic employee. And, uh, and uh, Ninja says, I look like the best man Gillette could get. To which Dr. Disrespect says, you son of a bitch. <laughs> And then, uh, you know, the, the exchange continues, but it is, it's a, it's a funny exchange. It made me like both of them a little bit more than I had previously, but I still, like I said, I think, I think Dr. Disrespect's time on Twitch should officially come to a close here. I think, I mean, if he's going to continue his journey, he's big enough that he can hop on Mixer or YouTube gaming if they'll have him and he can try his, try his damnedest there and he'll be just fine. All right, Donnie, you got anything else you want to add to this today? Yeah, so kind of kind of exciting news yesterday, I believe. Um, Raspberry Pi updated their their little mini computer, and it's looking more and more like an actual computer instead of a little little. Uh... <laughs> Donnie, I hear there's a new Raspberry Pi. Tell me about the new Raspberry Pi. So the Raspberry Pi Four announced yesterday, I believe. Um, looking pretty good. So I. Thing is, this is, I know it's the same price as the old Raspberry Pis. That's thirty-five U.S. dollars for the base model. It's got a, a new processor, I believe. It's quoted. I heard three times as powerful. Does that sound sound yeah, about that's right? That's the number I've seen. I've seen quoted as three times the power. Yeah, so it's a quad core uh, Cortex with uh, I think it's clocked at one one point five one point seven gigahertz somewhere in there and here's where the price difference will come in you either get one two or four gigabytes of RAM very interesting there to see what you could do with more RAM you now get gigabit Ethernet included stock you got USB two USB two ports two USB three ports and two micro HDMI ports uh, apparently Raspberry Pi has been listening to its community because you can now run up to two 4k 60 Hertz uh, monitors Dude, nice. Very interesting to see what people will do with it. And of course, it's fully backwards compatible. It's got the classic uh, 40-pin, what do they call it? What's the... Oh, I don't know. Okay. It's the 40 pins on the side of the board that allows you to do literally anything with uh, GPIO header 
fully backwards compatible with previous boards uh yeah so you got 2.4 and 5 gigahertz wi-fi which is wonderful if you're close range you can use the 5 gigahertz and have less interference or more 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 speed speed on it more speed more interference though 5 gigahertz 2.4 gigahertz you got bluetooth 5.0 all the all the good new updates to the raspberry pi for i'm very excited to see what kind of projects people will take on with this thing i've seen some crazy stuff with this People, uh, they go nuts with the pies. It's it's weird. You'll see everything from like commercial like displays, right? Where it's like running just like yeah, of course, like giant displays, store displays, or whatever. Giant displays, and then you have the guy who like built a fighting robot that's controlled by him. <laughs> like, <laughs> like yeah, I've there's seen, the like, whole spectrum. <laughs> I've seen like retro gaming setups. Those are really cool, like emulators and everything. I've seen like stairs that. Uh, light up i guess there's like lights underneath and the raspberry pi works as a motion sensor and the timer and everything it's pretty pretty interesting what people do with these things there's linux distros on them i wonder i wonder if you could uh throw one of the linux distros on there i wonder if it supports steam it probably I, i don't know what like the i don't know if there's like emulation layers in linux that like hmm speaking of like allow x 32 apps to, to Linux, run on them or not. Linux distros and supporting Steam. <laughs> Did you see that? <laughs> you know what I'm talking oh, about. Yeah, yeah. So you know that's been canceled, right? That's Yeah, so <laughs> that's exactly where I'm going with this. So is it was it one specific distro or was it just Linux as a whole, wasn't it? Yeah, it was it was the Ubuntu distro. Yeah. So Ubuntu announced that they're gonna stop supporting 32-bit applications, which Steam uh is a huge part of that. One of my one of my loves in this world line is tech and specifically anthony is a huge proponent of uh gaming on linux but <laughs> poor soul. stop stop uh, supporting 32-bit systems 32 32-bit programs uh and specifically steam in there would be uh, a huge hit against gaming on linux so Immediately, I think within 24 hours, they saw the outrage that people had, and they announced that they're going to support certain 32-bit applications. And I think it's like a voting system of like within the community, you can like vote on what 32-bit systems programs. (laughs) So Steam's a big one. Oh, sorry. No, uh, please. Steam is a big one. Any others? Steam's a big one. Wine is another big one. The what is it? Wine, but it's not an emulator. They say. But it's essentially like a, a it emulates Windows programs and allows sure, them to buddy. run on Linux. A, a lot of stuff like that. It was all 32-bit. And yeah, I like, just saw <laughs> that. I saw the Steam. Uh, I, I just knew about the Steam one, and people were real mad about that. But backtracking just a bit to the Pi, like I've said, I wonder if, because it's an, it's an ARM processor in that, right? You yep. said Cortex. Yeah, so it's an ARM processor. Arm I wonder if D- some of those Linux distros if they are able to like cuz you've got like on windows now you've got the windows on arm and they can run 32 bit <clears throat> windows applications right sure. with varying levels of success i wonder if there's something like that on on some of those ubuntu or not ubuntu uh linux distros and i wonder if you could like create your own steam link your own like steam streaming box that would be an interesting little project interesting especially my where favorite. it's got the 5 gigahertz wi-fi now my favorite uh Pi product. I can't remember if it was a Pi or an Arduino, but Linus made a automated Nerf gun motion sensing turret of in course a video quite a while ago, <laughs> and it defended his office valiantly while he was away. 
Dude, I, can't, I really can't remember if that's a pie or an Arduino, but pretty uh, similar I mean, tech. Yeah, they fall into that same category of like, this is the board for tinkerers. Sure. Anyways, yeah. I think we're we're about ready to wrap this up. We just got to plug our social medias. Yeah, let's plug some shit. So if you liked this podcast, did you like this podcast? If you did, we've got some news. We are officially up on SoundCloud. Uh, we are up on uh spotify we are up on google play and as of today we should be up on itunes slash apple podcasts uh if you search for hit point weekly on any of those platforms it should pull up the podcast uh i believe on soundcloud we are soundcloud.com slash the hit point uh, also we have a website now it's very basic but if you feel like visiting that uh you can go to hit point or excuse me the hitpoint.tv and visit our website there we've got links to all the various places you can listen to or find the podcast uh, and then also we're on twitter at your hit point I heard I heard all the cool kids are on Twitter, so we we got to get up on there, dude. We uh we are on the Twitter. We are the cool kids. I think we're not, but we could be if you let us be. I again is your hit point on Twitter. But yeah, so if you like this podcast, do the usual podcast things: like, subscribe, follow us on whatever platform you choose to. Since we're out there now, and uh, yeah, unless you've got some closing thoughts, Donnie, I think we're done. Once again, I'd like to give a shout out to anyone who made it this far in the podcast. We appreciate you. I love you. And I'll see you next week. That's not saying it. <laughs> well, that's a podcast. Me confessing my love for the people isn't staying in. <laughs>